Hi, thank you for joining us. I'm Charlotte Wood, and I'm podcasting from the Bondec Montessori in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Today, we're talking about a Montessori phrase that sometimes gets used, but might not necessarily be understood. And sometimes we see it understood in not a full manner, or understood incorrectly, or sometimes understood but not necessarily followed. And this phrase is, follow the child. And so what do we mean by follow the child? We can say it, but how do we do it? When do we know that we're doing it? What qualities are we living out that are making us in alignment with follow the child? So what does it, what does it mean to follow the child? In a school setting, it means trusting the child, trusting the child's development, trusting that the child will show you what they need when they need it. And it's up to us to give it to them in an appropriate way, in a way that meets their development or the need that they're demonstrating. So in a classroom setting, the shelves contain the curriculum. The curriculum is the materials. And they're laid out in order of difficulty, the way a child would often, not always, but often and typically progress through the materials, left to right, top to bottom. So if you can pour large grains, then you're probably ready to pour finer grains. And once you can complete that, uh, you might be ready for pouring water. And once you can pour water, we'll progress to materials that require pouring of water. And so there's kind of a linear path, but following the child means that we're not always going to progress along these materials in an exact fashion. For instance, if I showed you pouring grains yesterday, we might move on today or maybe not. Maybe yesterday I showed you pouring grains and today every time you take out pouring grains, the grains go everywhere and we need to work on our sweeping skills or I need to observe in order to follow the child. We have to observe and I need to see what's the difficulty, what's the hang up here. Do you need more time and space? Do you just need more opportunity to practice? Do you need a new presentation? Did I give you this presentation too soon? Were you not ready? Were you, was I giving you this presentation because I thought you were ready and because I assumed you were ready, but not because I was following the child and watching your development and looking for signs of readiness? Or when I show you this presentation on pouring grains, do you take it out and easily master it and then start playing with it because it's not actually that exciting to you? This is too easy and we need to move at a much faster rate through the materials. Follow the child means that we're not choosing to progress through the materials because I showed you X yesterday, so I'll show you Y today, or because you should need to spend a week with the movable alphabet before we can move to phonetic reading, or because you're four now, and that means we start with math or because you're three and there's no way that you could be ready for reading. I can't make any of those assumptions or judgments without observation if I'm truly following the child. If I'm following the child, I can 
trust you to show me what you need when you need it. And acting on that trust means following the child, giving you what you need today, exactly how and when you need it. At home, it can be easy to do something for a child, especially for uh, a baby or a toddler. Uh, And sometimes this happens out of love. Children at a certain state in their development will work on rolling over, and it's natural to want to help them to master that movement, to help them roll over, or help them, they've got their whole body over and that head's just having a hard time, and it's natural to want to help them to do that. Or uh, sometimes we unintentionally limit uh, in order to protect a child or out of fear or out of a very natural um, lack of willingness to let go and not wanting our child to grow up. All of these are natural. All of these are come up from love and are part of a parent's caring for their child. For instance, once a child has mastered that rolling over, they've crawled, they've pulled themselves to standing, and now they're working on walking. It's very natural for a child, once they've mastered walking on a horizontal plane, walking, walking forward on a level surface, to want to climb. And we see this climbing the couch or climbing the drawers or climbing up a chair. And it's so natural to say, no, don't stop. Get down from there. We don't want a child to get hurt. So how do we follow the child? Do we say, go ahead and climb the refrigerator, put something good up on the top of the refrigerator and hope they climb for it. No, we don't follow a child off a cliff, as it's been said. We don't follow them unconditionally. We follow their development by setting up conditions in order for a child to be able to meet the needs of their development in a safe way. Because if a child is safe, we can be more comfortable. And if we're feeling comfortable, then a child's going to feel at ease too. It's it's all very cyclical. All of these things support one another. So where this week we might have gone to the playground that's really just a, a big park full of green grass where a child can work on walking and running and fall over and not get hurt. Once that climbing starts, maybe we find the jungle gym and we find the climbing wall and we set up situations where even if that fall happens as it inevitably will, nothing catastrophic is going to happen. And we trust the child not to climb higher than she can safely fall. Children who have access to their environment and who can explore their environment safely and who can even fall over and hurt themselves in minor way, learn to trust their own bodies, learn to trust their inner sense of equilibrium and balance, and somehow, almost by magic, won't climb higher than they know they can fall. We've seen babies with floor beds crawling or scooting to the edge of a staircase, but not tumbling over, not even trying to explore beyond the limits of that barrier because they've learned to trust themselves, to trust their body. And that happens because we trust them. If we set up artificial supports and catch them with every minor fall, that's when sometimes we get into unsafe situations where we end up with a two-year-old on top of the fridge because 
they don't know. They can't fall from that distance and not end up uninjured. So perhaps in a home situation, we go outside of our comfort zone in a way that's, of course, safe for a child. It's more convenient for us to dress a child. It's more convenient to put on a coat. It's more convenient for us to put on the shoes and, and do everything for a child, especially for trying to get out the door. And often we do this out of love. We love that baby. And so, of course, we, we remember when you were an infant and you couldn't do this. But follow the child means when that child is starting to show readiness, interest in helping to get themselves dressed, we give space and time for that. We sit on our hands when it's uncomfortable because she can't find the hole where her head goes and keeps trying to put her head through the armhole. And, oh, it's difficult to watch, but there's no frustration. She just keeps trying. And so follow the child means we sit on our hands, offering a bit of encouragement, and she gets it. Even though it's not faster, even though that shirt might be on inside out, next time we might provide a little bit of help. Oh, the tag goes at the back. Here, can I get it started for you? But follow the child means noticing what your child's development is calling them toward, what new mastery she's ready for, and giving the opportunity, the model, the space, then the time to practice and the natural feedback that happens when she's learning to walk, making sure that those sharp corners are protected so that when she does inevitably fall, we don't catch her every time. She falls, she learns to balance, and she gets up again, and she does it again with a bit of encouragement. Through these experiences, through practice, through just the right opportunity at just the right time, when we follow the child, she's able to meet the needs of her own development and feel very successful and have a great deal of confidence in herself and in meeting her own needs. Sometimes we make mistakes. There have been times in the classroom where you've poured grains, you've poured water. Every time somebody gets out hand washing, you're right there to watch them and when a child is washing their hands to get ready for lunch, they're absolutely captivated by that soap. Everything in this child's development would say, hmm, she's ready for hand washing. And so I show her hand washing, and then she's starting to put it away. And I realize I have never shown this child how to carry a bucket. And she's holding on by the sides, trying to carry a bucket the way she would a basin or a bowl. She doesn't know about the handle. It's not something that we would necessarily intuit without access to a model, without information, and the opportunity to practice in a safe way. She won't figure it out by herself. But that's my responsibility. This is when I follow the child and say, thank you for showing me that I didn't give you enough information. Thank you for showing me that this is too much responsibility for you right now. I made a mistake. And so this is also how we follow the child, by noticing in their development, in their actions, in their words, in the skills and behaviors that they exert, where we might have missed the mark. That everything was saying you were ready for this, but I skipped over something. And so perhaps we need to go back and give a skill of, this is a bucket. This is how we carry a bucket.
of noticing what your child needs and giving them exactly that in the way that best meets their development. And then the hardest and sometimes the most important part, getting out of the way. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Bondec, and email us with comments, questions, and suggestions at hello at bondec.org. Until next time.